Hello, recovery family. Welcome back to the Unashamed Recovery Podcast. I'm glad that you're here listening with us today. I am one of your hosts, Josh. And I'm one of your hosts, Drew. And I put the fun in dysfunctional. I'm Palmer. Today is Season 4, Episode 51, Counterfeit, Weighing the Truth. Today, we're going to be looking at discernment, looking at truth versus lies and how we can use our Bible to do that for a healthy recovery. But before we get into all of that, roll that intro. The Unashamed Recovery Podcast. The Unashamed Recovery Podcast with Josh and Drew starts now. Here at Unashamed Recovery, we believe there is healing in the story of our scars and that it is okay to not be okay. It is our mission to break the shame and stigma of addiction and recovery by sharing real stories of real addiction from real people in real recovery and real sobriety. When we're not sharing those real stories, we like to bring you recovery topics straight from a biblical perspective. And that's just like today's episode. We're going to look at a familiar recovery topic and look at it from another angle. Today, we're looking at counterfeit. So much of today's world is counterfeit. It's false. It's lies. It's stuff to keep us trapped. How can we judge what is true or better yet, how can we judge what is almost true? true against what is true you know we have this manual that comes with life to show us how to live but we don't know how to use it and so that's what we're doing today we're looking at how we can weigh the truth with the bible and to do that we're bringing back amber thomason of strong towers recovery in philadelphia mississippi she's back joining us again today we have so much good fan mail that came in from her last episode that we just decided to bring her back for this one to to talk to y'all about counterfeit so amber thank you for making the drive again to come all the way back to meridian and, and to join us on this episode it's my pleasure i'm grateful to be invited we're so glad amber's back because uh us three could not do this <laughs> this episode on no. our own we we needed to bring in a professional um yes. because honestly I, i'm i'm really excited about this episode talking about because i know right before we got to recording we got talking about how do you discern you know the thoughts and and you know the the different quote unquote voices and i've been trying to wonder how do i determine which voice is god's and which voice is mine it's well, the 13 personalities I'm say, yeah. yours is just <laughs> multiple personalities it's true. <laughs> true and we are not offended about it we're not we're not offended but this is actually all joking aside this is very um awesome that we're bringing this up because i actually went through an episode just the other day where I was really felt like, okay, am I talking to God? Is God the one answering me in my head? Is it myself answering the questions I'm asking my, myself? Is it some spirit that's trying to mess with me and answering the questions that I had for myself? Yeah. And so uh, it's awesome that this is what y'all want to talk about today. Well, and also I feel it's important because in, when we get into early sobriety, early recovery, there's so many different forces at play pulling us in different directions. We don't know what way is up, which way is down. And there's so many things competing for influence in our lives mm-hmm. in early recovery and early sobriety. And there's so many things that's in this world that is dressed up as almost good. Mm-hmm. Things that are just quite 
not right. They're, they're perceived as good, but they're not good. And there's a difference between almost good and what God perceives as good. Yeah, I was going to say there's a difference between good and God. Yes. Yeah. yes. Like it may they, be good, but it may not be scriptural. <laughs> right. That's right. Yeah, that's right. That's that's the difference between a preacher and a motivational speaker. Amen. And you that's know. the difference between the Understand Recovery podcast and every other podcast. <laughs> well, next to Joe Rogan, this is the best podcast on Spotify. Yes. Except we, for we don't do DMT. Yes, we do, we do not, not do, do that. DMT. And also, you know, for those that <laughs> we do GOD. Yes. Amen. We do not do DMT. No we DMT. do GOD. You know, put that on a T-shirt. Put that on a T-shirt. So, Amber, what about today's episode? made you start looking into this to be able to start breaking this down to where you, cause I, I know you have went and you have, you've taught this at Celebrate Recovery and at Strong Towers. So, so were you at something in a point in your life that led you to start looking into this? I was, uh, I was actually in recovery at the time and I was dealing with custody court and I had only been a born again Christian for about two months. And so I was still, you know, had that initial, uh, still uh, a humanistic feeling that I still had in my body aside for, but I haven't, hadn't really anchored down my faith yet. So I just knew that with God, all things were possible, but I hadn't really anchored hope down to anything yet at this point, right? Yeah. It was still just a, um, a feeling, uh, a very real feeling and a, a very real force, but it wasn't anchored to anything. So it was easily swayed depending on my moods and circumstances. So I had encountered a circumstance, a custody court, just a couple months um, into my salvation and in recovery, and it didn't go the way I wanted. And I just lost it. I mean, emotionally, spiritually, I just, like I said, it only been a couple months. I wasn't anchored to anything, you know, received my first Bible and stuff, but I hadn't been consecrated. So, uh, Ooh, I like that. Right. Big word. And I love the idea of the, the anchor because I think some of us, a lot of us get it wrong. A lot of the time we think about, um, God and we want to, we want to call God our anchor, mm-hmm. right? We admit that he's our anchor, but we also uh, I think we've talked about this before. We're hoping God's the helicopter God. He flies in, grabs us up out of the storm, and takes us away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's not the case. God actually is our anchor. And what does the anchor do? It keeps the ship where it's supposed to be. Holds you steady. Even during the storm. Right. Well, and like what we talked a while back, and I don't even think we talked this on the show. I think we just talked about it just off air. You look at Jesus and the disciples, and Jesus sent the disciples ahead of him. He went and prayed. They went ahead on the boat. They went through a storm. They were acting in his will. They still went through a storm. He was walking on the water. And in Mark, it says that he was about to walk by them. That's right. Mm-hmm. The plan was, was still to, to go to the other yes, side. The plan had not changed. <laughs> he was about to walk by them in the storm. So sometimes we, we get this thinking of, oh, man, I'm going through the storm, so I must be outside the will of God, or I must have sinned, right. or God must be angry at me because I'm going through the storm. Sometimes the storm just happens, and we're just going through it, and God just, you know, because storms are a part of life. Or real quick, let me remind you of Jonah. Like, mm-hmm. the people that was on the boat with Jonah, they were going through a storm. Why? Because of Jonah. Had nothing to do with themselves. <laughs> That's right. Wasn't nothing they did. In fact, Jonah was like, if you'll just throw me over, why didn't Jonah just jump? You know what I mean? Like, Jonah knew that... that I'm so sorry. <laughs> we could do it. You know what? That's so the next questions. episode. Why didn't Jonah jump? <laughs> episode right. number 732. He didn't have the power for discernment. I, 
and he didn't he didn't know what Amber's about to teach us. That's right. <laughs> so, so let's go ahead and let's dive in. Let's let's unpack this. Okay. We're looking at it's it's not it's discernment, but it's not really discernment. It's it's anchoring ourselves to the Word of God so that we can weigh what is almost good of verses compared to what the Bible actually says is truth. Are you teaching this or is she? No, right. I'm setting Let this up. Let her teach this. I'm setting this up. That's that's what we're looking at. That's all of our listeners Let out her there. tell us what we're looking at. You're, you're absolutely right. So, uh, you know, my circumstances at the time, um, because my faith was not anchored down with the truth, my faith was being swayed by my circumstances. And so when this circumstance of custody court didn't go my way, all of a sudden my faith was out the window. And I think that that's a real um, key thing to note here. If your circumstances can cause your faith to waver, mm. you're not in faith. Okay. Faith is anchored. It says it in Hebrews six nineteen. So you're either in faith or you're not. And I'm marking that one I'm in my Bible app right Put now. Put that on a t-shirt. Y'all, y'all Put were that not, on a t-shirt. <laughs> y'all were not ready for that. That. <laughs> and when he said y'all, he's talking to me. I wasn't ready. Can, can I? Can I get that one more time? Give me get, Hebrews. Hebrews six nineteen. Hebrews six nineteen. Yes. And, and give give me that message one more time. If your faith wavers by your circumstances, then you're not in faith. Faith cannot be wavered by your circumstances. Faith is anchored down in the truth. So you're either in faith or you're not. It's It doesn't depend on your circumstances. Because what's the Bible say? Uh, faith is in that that we do not see, right? Yes. So faith is things hoped for that we have not yet seen. That's right. Um, and our circumstances are the things that we see around us. Absolutely. So I am We're in this. We're so proud of you, Josh. <laughs> Thank you. Where's my gold star? So I'm in this horrible circumstance. My faith has just gone out the window. So I'm like, well, now what? Am I still born again? Am I? So what do I do from here? Yeah. And um, thankfully, I was in a recovery, a faith-based recovery center. The, I mean, it's you know, the Peace House. And so I'm surrounded by people 24-7 that are further along in their faith walk. And so what do they tell me to do? Go to the Word. Go to the Word. And every Sunday, I'm under, at the time, Brother Andy Bowles. Well, one Sunday... A few weeks after court, I'm sitting there. Now, I had been under the word, and Romans 10, 17 says, Faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. So even though my faith was wavered then, didn't mean my faith wasn't in the process of being anchored, right? So the seeds were being planted, being planted for what? For a revelation. And that revelation came. One Sunday morning, Pastor Andy was up there, and he said something that started to really turn in my head. He said, if you sin, if you act outside of the word, anything outside of the word— you're calling God a liar. And I thought, what does that mean? Like, and so I go home and I'm just, you know, meditating on this. If I act on anything or believe anything outside of the word, I'm calling God a liar. And I just keep meditating on that over and over again. Well, it's Bible reading time. I go and I flip in my, open my Bible just to make it look like I'm reading. Cause that's what everyone else has to do at this time. And, um, but I flip it open. And the first thing I turn to is Romans five, three through five saying, hope does not disappoint us. Well, right before I sat down to open my Bible and it said that I sit down and um, I was like, I really don't want to open my Bible and start praying because then I'm going to get my hopes up and I'm going to get disappointed. So I heard that thought. I'm going to get my hopes up and get disappointed. I opened my Bible and the first thing I turned to is hope does not disappoint. And I said, well, I guess that makes 
one of these the lie and one of them the truth and i was like oh my gosh that's it you guys and i'm like the word you guys you got to get this you got to get this the word is the truth <laughs> and everyone's like yeah we know and i'm like no 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 no, no. you gotta get this you gotta get this you guys the word is the truth and they're like y'all gotta get Amber. this in your head she is yeah. in a faith-based recovery house and and she's looking at people that all got their bible open and she <laughs> has the revelation <laughs> the word is the truth and i can just imagine Obviously, I wasn't there, but I can just imagine everybody go, uh, Duh. yeah, yeah, uh-huh. We like, got that. Man, Welcome to the party. Um, <laughs> come talk to Amber. She's, she just had her mind blown, and we're trying to read our Bible. Right. So. Yep, like, it's the truth. Like. Me and Amber was sitting here talking right before we started recording, and, you know, I, I was telling her, I said, but so many of us, we, we look through our Bible, and we decide what we truly want to believe and what we don't believe. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like, it's super easy for us to look in the New Testament. Jesus came for our sin. He was nailed to the cross. He died on that cross. And then he was buried. Three days later, he was resurrected. That's easy for us to believe. I remember two years ago, me and my wife got into this discussion. And I was like, what's easier for me to believe that Jesus came and died on the cross or that Jonah was swallowed by a whale and survived. Like, there's some stuff in the Old Testament that is hard to believe. Like, when you look at the Old Testament, there's some some stuff like, like we were just talking about, Sodom and Gomorrah. Two angels went into Sodom and Gomorrah, and they had to be protected because there was a group of men who were wanting to rape these two angels. Dude, that's hard to believe. That's yeah. hard to get your head around. It's, it's crazy that we we be, that it's easier for us to believe that a human being hung on a cross, was buried and came back to life, but we can't. But we but we have a hard time wrapping around what God did in the Old Testament. But I'm just saying though, <clears throat> right? You have to get in your head that if we can believe Jesus hung on the cross and died, it's a part of the same book that says all of it. We have to believe that the whole book is the truth. And so, yes, while her revelation in this faith-based recovery program of, oh my goodness, this is truth. How many of us don't think that the whole book is true? Yeah, and I heard heard, uh, somebody say the other day that uh, really blew my mind in the fact that every book of the Bible is all about Jesus. Yes. Right. Every book. Right. And for somebody who is as stubborn as I am, I'm like, no, the New Testament is about Jesus. But no, it's not. I mean, you yeah. go back and you look through Isaiah, and he, I mean, he is literally telling you what, you know, what's, what's coming. And so, and there, you can you can look at every book of the Bible and find Jesus in it. There is the a whole, that's the whole story that they release that every reference in the Old Testament that reflects back to Jesus. And I I can't remember. I'll I'll try to find we'll it. Find it and put I'll, in the show notes. I'll, I'll put in the show notes. But it's this massive timeline and it basically is it's arched and it almost kind of looks like a rainbow which is kind of ironic but it is every single time that jesus is referenced in the old testament and relates to the new testament and it is like it, it's a lot like it's it's over a thousand something times it's 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 crazy i think that's a great spot for us to take a small break and hear from our sponsors we'll be right back 
Fun and Shame Recovery Podcast is heard around the world in over 42 countries, including over 780 cities in all 50 states here in the United States. People around the world are hearing the message of the hope of recovery from addiction, and that's because of listeners like you who donate, but also because of our sponsors. Local sponsors like D's Automotive in Meridian, Mississippi, serving the East Central Mississippi and West Alabama areas for over 42 years. D's is a name you can trust when it comes to your vehicle. For all your complete car care needs and service and towing and car locks, that's D's Automotive. Go by and see Miss Jeannie, Mike, and the boys at 5024 Poplar Springs Drive. That's 5024 Poplar Springs Drive in Meridian. Or give them a call at 601-482-1800. That's 601-482-1800. And tell them that Josh and Drew sent you. The Unashamed Recovery Podcast is also sponsored by Ended for Good. Ended for Good is a Mississippi-based nonprofit that works on advocacy and education around drug policy in Mississippi. Ended for Good works to help communities understand how health-centered approaches to addiction can help local communities become safer and keep more families thriving. If you're interested in learning more about harm reduction, you can check out End It For Good on all social media or on their website at enditforgood.com. That's enditforgood.com. Unashamed Recovery is also sponsored internationally by Sober Life Love, a sober dating site made for the sober community. Are you tired of the dating scene revolving around alcohol and drugs? Do you want to find someone who shares your commitment to a sober lifestyle? Look no further than Sober Life Love. The Sober Life Love platform is specifically designed for individuals who are sober and seeking a partner who shares in their same values. Whether you're in recovery, prefer not to drink, or simply choose to live a sober lifestyle, we provide a safe and supportive community for you to connect with like-minded individuals. With our advanced matching algorithms, you can find compatible partners who understand your journey and respect your choices. From sober activities to meaningful conversations, our dating services offers a variety of ways to connect and build relationships. Soberlife.love is the new way to connect with people who understand and support your journey. Join today for free at www. Dot soberlife.love. That's www.soberlife.love. Now back to your normally scheduled programming right here on Unashamed Recovery Podcast. Well, Amber, we didn't mean yes. to interrupt your good no, teaching um, here, but um, Yes. So commentary. let's let's go back to let's go back to uh, your mind was blown yes. when you realized the the word was is the truth. truth right and so you know in John fourteen twenty six it says that the Spirit is the Comforter and He teaches you all things and that He also brings it back to remembrance so like I'd said earlier um, you know I had been in the program for a couple months so I had had these the words sewn into me this whole time, right? So in this moment, the spirit does what John 14, 26 says he does. And he brought things back to remembrance. And he started to bring back John 17, 17, sanctify them by thy word. Thy word is truth. And I'm like, the word is truth. And then John 8, 31 through 32 says, if you continue in my word, you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. Again, saying the word is truth. Um, Just over and over again, that the word is truth. Um, John 14, 6 says i'm the way the truth and the life and i mean he is this is the truth and so all these scriptures were like bam 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 brought back to remembrance just like that and this revelation came and um it wasn't 
it wasn't just a, a head knowledge anymore. I had settled in my heart. Uh, Hebrews 6.19 is starting to show fruition, manifest in my life. Uh, faith is now being anchored in this moment. I am being anchored to the word. And I realize I now have an answer for every lie that's going to come against me. So when that thought came back up, don't bother reading your Bible. You're going to get your hopes up and be disappointed. Well, the word <laughs> says it's not going to disappoint me. So I'm going to read it. Well, you don't see any results. It doesn't matter what I see. Mm. It doesn't matter. Say that again. You know, it doesn't matter what I see. This is truth regardless of what I see, feel, hear, however long it takes to manifest. Mm. Philippians 1.19 says, this too shall turn for your salvation. It doesn't say it's going to turn in six months or else it's not true. It will turn. And so it's just because it doesn't manifest Ooh. right away does not mean it doesn't negate the validity that this is truth 100% beginning to end. And so when I started thinking, if this is the answer for everything, then that's it. I mean, what it, what are you dealing with? There's an answer for it. What lie are you being told? What lie have you been told your whole life? There's, it, it's either a lie or it's the truth. Well, how do you know if it's a lie? Is it in the word? Well, I don't know. What does it say about lying? Well, Revelations 21.8 says all liars will find themselves in the pit of hell. Okay, probably shouldn't lie. You know, which one is it? Um, maybe, well, I don't know. I really, maybe it's about stealing well you know it's really not that you know no harm no foul no victim no crime whatever well what what are you trying to provide for yourself that the bible says clearly in philippians that god will supply for you you know just whatever it is there is a truth for it and it, it just that revolutionized my faith it revolutionized my walk in life my walk with christ when this becomes anchored in your heart and it's no longer just a head knowledge you know, John 17, 17, thy word is truth. Like, I get it, I get it. This Another word for this is synonym. Like, if you just know it as a synonym for truth, it's not anchored, you know. But when you receive the revelation, and you can ask God for a revelation of it, um, it just changes all your decision-making, yes. which you yes, need in does. recovery. Yes. And don't you know, go asking God for a revelation if you don't want it, though. Right. <laughs> I think what's super important about this is, and I want people to, to know this, you can go and get sober without God. People do it mm -hmm. every day. Yeah. There's tons of secular sobriety programs out there. But what winds up happening is you basically have to replace your addiction with, with something, else. something else to go in its place. Like you're right. you're taking addiction out of the void and then you're putting something back into that void to fill in the space. For the record, it is a God shaped void. And that's yes. why it's never full yes. without him. <laughs> it's the name of my next band. God <laughs> Put that on a t-shirt. So, Put that on a t-shirt. But for us to have <laughs> this permanent and healthy sobriety that lasts, we have to be plugged in with Jesus as our higher power because it changes things. And, and I can't think of the verse. I'm not good with verses, with trying to tie back verses, but... It talks about how if your house is not built on the rock, then it's going to fall. Everything will will pass away that's not built on the rock. So if my recovery is not built on that foundation, then it's going to pass away. And what better way to do that than to have my recovery built on biblical truth? Right. That's, I mean, it's, it's going to last. I'm going to have that lasting sobriety. I'm going to have that lasting recovery because it's built on that. Does that make sense, Palmer? 
Oh, yeah. I mean, you, you're sitting here uh, preaching to the choir. I mean, basically, this whole this whole episode is, is kicking me right in the stomach because I... Oh, me too. Because I am so bad about, you know, life's uh, gone to quote-unquote hell. And it's like, uh, Jesus, why have you forsaken me? Right. You know, and it's like, he's, he's man, I... I I can't wait to get up there and be like, uh, do you have a record of how many times you've laughed at me? I'm just just curious. Like, is there a whole book of Palmer? Because And see, you know, there's like there's truths for all of that too. Even those feelings, like maybe it's not an obvious sin or something. You know, maybe you've been in recovery for a while and you are, you know, you're you've got a pretty solid walk, you know, and I'm not saying that if you have to line I mean, every day you're going to have to line your life up with the truth. I'm not saying that um, you're either in faith and walking perfect or you're not. No. Say that you are you are working on perfecting your faith, you know, um, with Jesus, who is the author and perfecter of our faith. And we're, we're doing this with them and everything's going good. But you get random thoughts like, God, why have you forsaken me? Or why am I, why do I feel so alone even though I'm, I know that I'm born again, but I just... Well, even a thought like that, you know, can, can be combat, combated with um, Hebrews 25, that God will never forsake you or leave you. And so you just have to combat those thoughts. You have to combat, um, you know, yourself from meditating on anything that's not the truth. And I know a big one for people as they get further along into their recovery is sometimes comparing your walk to someone else's walk, yeah. mm. depending and you're basing it off of a material items that you have started to obtain. Obtain, yeah, in your walk. Like, say, okay, well, we both have two years clean, and I don't have a car or a house or a good job, and she has all those things. You know, you've got to combat those things. You know, if you need to use in Deuteronomy 28, it talks about the blessing and the curse. And then in Galatians 3, it says we've been redeemed for the curse. So all we have left is the blessing from 28, 13. So if you're wondering what is authored to you, go and look at it. You're authored land, you're authored livestock, you're authored a family, you're authored um, prosperity, you're authored all of that. And But you cannot base it on your timeline or anyone else's. You cannot put God in a box like that. No. You just have to know that even if you don't see it, this is still truth. 100% that blessing is yours. This is still truth, regardless if you see it in your life yet. And you just have to claim it because the spiritual realm is so much more real. And you know, the, there's a hope in the fact of once we wrap our, our head around that the Bible is truth, then the truth can come in and renew us. That's the important part about truth. You know, scripture in fact does renew us. It renews our mind. And according to a study by the Center of Bible Engagement, and that's a real thing, those who read God's word and get involved in the truth four times a week. Now, get this, four times a week, if you engage in the Bible, 30% of those people are less likely to feel lonely. 32% are less likely to be angry. Hello, I'm raising my hand there. I'm <laughs> struggling with anger. How many times did you read your Bible this week? It's only Wednesday. We're going to ignore that. 40% less <laughs> likely to be bitter. Don't make him angry. Yes. You wouldn't like don't, him when he's angry. Don't make me lie on, on, on the podcast. That's right. Revelation 21.8. That's right. <laughs> I, I want to repeat that one in case I got lost in, in that. 40% less likely to be bitter. Bitter. 
people think that there's no answer for bitterness. 57% less likely to suffer from alcoholism by reading your Bible four days a week. 59% are less likely to view pornography. 59% less likely to view pornography by... You know, like every time I reread, you know, Matthew... I hear something and see something I didn't understand. Every time I've reread the, the story of Jonah, you know, you see something that you didn't see the first time. God is going to speak to you differently every time you read his word. doesn't matter how many times you've read it. That's why there's only one book. It's because it's still living. It's still breathing. There's no volume two coming out. This is the one that he gave us. He spent thousands and thousands of years re uh, uh, writing it for us. I promise you. It will work for you today as it did for them then. And I promise you that it's living and breathing and that it changes your thought process and what you see right. and what you hear from God will change every time you read it. I think that's a, a good place for us to go ahead and, and wrap this up. This has been, I hope that it's encouraging for our listeners as much as it was for me because I needed this. Like I, this, this season that me and Annabeth are in financially, I needed this today because it's so easy for me to it's like oh my goodness like we're we're so struggling it's so easy for me to feel so far from god because we're struggling right and amber started this off with it doesn't matter how you're feeling right doesn't matter what you see doesn't matter that is and the that's that for me that's the biggest takeaway from from this episode is that we have to stop worrying about what we see and what we feel yeah. we have to know the truth and the truth is right there on your app, you know, on your Bible app or in, in your in your word right there, you know, between the between the leather covers yeah. is is God's word to us. And okay. we have to stop trying to trying to feel our way through this life and trust our way through this life. If there's just one thing that I um, I'm just going to say one last thing, and that's because this is truth and because this is the word of God, all of heaven is backing up these scriptures. If you're a born again child of God and you are professing with faith a scripture, then all of heaven is backing it up and it will like come to fruition. It has to, because it, it says in numbers, God is not man that he shall lie. This is truth. It will come to pass. All of heaven is backing it up. It's not by your power that's causing these to come to fruition. Okay, his word will not return void. Ooh. So I just want to leave you with that. If you're wondering if this is going to work for you, it's not about it working for you because you said it. It's going to work for you because God said it. And he's sending his angels to make sure that it comes to pass. And if you're in financial struggles or any kind of struggles like a lot of us are these days, pray, praise, and prepare because God's blessings has not changed. That's he right. still has so much for you. His blessings are still real and they're coming. Just as Jesus was just getting ready to walk past the boat during that storm, the plans had not changed. Jesus was going to meet them on the other side. He knew there was a storm coming. Okay, great. The plan had not changed. I'm going to meet you on the other side. Instead, those people were flipping out in the middle of that storm and Jesus stopped and said, you know what? I'll take care of this. So no matter what you're going through, I want you to know your blessing is coming and all you have to do is pray, praise and prepare. That's right. And you know, shout out to Jennifer Miller because she preached on that the other day. That's good stuff. Jennifer I Miller. stole it from her. Thanks, Jennifer. <laughs> Go back and listen to her episode, Confrontation of the Spirits. That's with Jennifer Miller. It was, but in all of this today that we talked about, I, I, I want to really drive home this of, you know, in early recovery, we have no bearing. Like we are very helpless 
I, I could say in early stages of recovery and our early sobriety, if we are not anchored into the word, we will lose our way. We have to have that truth to weigh against the almost truth. And we're going to come across the almost truth. It's going to happen. We're going to come across it. Remember, there's good and there's God. And there is a difference. I know we generally don't do this at the end of a podcast or even during the podcast. But honestly, if you've come across this podcast and you're in recovery, but you don't know Jesus, we implore you to reach out to either us, unashamedrecovery.com, Unashamed Recovery Podcast on on all social medias. Um, You can reach out to me personally, Palmer, Giving Grace on Facebook. Uh, Reach out to my band, givinggracemusic.com. There are so many people out there that want to touch your life and show you the truth. Because the four of us sitting in this room know that without Jesus, we could not have done the things that we've done. Amen. Without that, that truth and that word, we could not have done the things that we've done. We would not have ever recovered. So if you come across this podcast and you do not know Christ, I pray that you will give somebody a chance to teach you about the Jesus that we're talking about. And if you're wanting some, some more scripture on what we talked about today, Amber is going to send us a, a big, long, exhaustive list of some verses. Yeah, we'll that, have all 42 <laughs> verses that she brought up today. That you, can, uh, that you can check out. We're going to be in the show notes. You can read those at your own time. But uh, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Recovery Fam, for tuning in to today's episode of Unashamed Recovery Podcast. Uh, I, I can't speak for Palmer or Drew, but I, I hope that you have found this as helpful as I have. This is something that I can definitely take with me in my daily recovery journey. Um, yeah, I hope you have found this very, very, very helpful and encouraging. For more recovery content, visit our brand new website, unashamedrecovery.com, as well as our new sobriety and recovery theme blogs to take you deeper into sobriety and recovery journeys. And that's where you'll also find all the links to our social media. There you can even donate to the show to help us reach more people still lost in the darkness of addiction. Also check out more amazing recovery podcasts over at Take 12 Recovery Radio, Recovery Podcast Network. The link is in the show notes as well as under our partners page on the new website. That's all for this episode. Remember to stay sober and above all else, keep 12th stepping as you stay unashamed. There we go. That's what I'm talking about. Thank you, Amber. We love y'all.